Hello, my loves, and welcome back to the Raise Your Vibration podcast. I am so excited to be here with you today. My name is Shelby Rose, and I am an energetic and business guide helping you align, activate, and expand your energy to create the life and business you're wildly obsessed with. I believe that every single one of us has a path that lights us up, makes us excited to get up every single day, and brings massive service and impact to the world. In this podcast, we'll tune into our soul's true desires, take ownership for every single thing in our lives, and shift our vibration to embody the queen we came here to be. You deserve this. You get to have it. Let's go create it. Oh, you guys, today we have the incredible Seth Schultz, who is a business mentor or came from the health and fitness background, much like me. And I just feel like I resonate so much with everything she says about confidence and branding and putting yourself out there, starting the business. And I'm excited for you to tune into this, especially if you're struggling with any clarity around branding or any clarity around speaking your truth or standing up and starting the damn thing. She is freaking incredible, has such fun energy, and I had a blast chatting with her. So I'm excited for you guys to tune in to this episode. But before we dive in, I do have a few like life announcements. Um, Number one, many of you guys know that I'm in the works of getting my booty to California. And in that, I have a lot going on in my life. Um, You know, I'm I've got my mastermind that just kicked off this month. I have my soul activation girls who I am pouring my heart and soul into the, that work. And I'm realizing that right now the podcast needs to go on a pause. And that is just for a few weeks until I can get my schedule back into a normal place. I'm no longer looking for subleasers and for a new home. And I can just get myself settled because what I realize is that I want to bring you guys the most incredible content, the most incredible conversations that are moving and spiritual and are going to crack you open. And in order to do that, I I, I want to be in the best energy possible. And right now, I feel like a little stretched thin. And for a moment, I had this guilt. I was like, oh my gosh, but I've been putting out one a week for like the past... It's been, I don't know, since March, maybe I started this. I'm not even sure. And I I started to feel a little guilty around not continuing to put out super freaking consistent content. And then I was like, you know what? This is a lesson to us all that we're in such a society of like this hustle, grind, push, do, 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 put stuff out there, put stuff out there, just keep doing. And you know what? That's not how I run my business. And that's not how I would want my clients, the people I mentor to feel about their business either. I think that intentional content, intentional creation is so much more important than just putting stuff out there for the sake of putting stuff out there. And so I'm taking a little bit of a break and we'll be back. Hopefully I'm out in San Diego by December 1st and then we kind of 
regrouping and starting back from there. So I'm hoping to just take November off, but I will keep each of you updated. Um, you'll obviously see when the new podcast episodes drop. And if you have not already sus- subscribed, you will get the notifications for the next one that pump comes out. The second announcement I have is that there is an announcement coming. On November 11th, I'm going to be dropping an announcement on my Instagram and to my email list, but I'm putting it here first that I'm opening up a few one-on-one spots. And this is going to be unlike what I've done in the past with my one-on-one clients. It's going to be a full experience, a six-month program. There is going to be some in-person components to it. And so if that feels like something you're interested in, I will link a application in the, the notes of the podcast with a few details, and then there will be more coming out, more information on that on the 11th, 11-11. What better day to, to announce? So um, applications are first come, first serve. So if it's something that you're interested in, I would say take the leap, put the application in, and then we can chat from there. So... I think that's all I have. If y'all have questions for me, you know where to find me at xo.shelbyrose on the gram. And let's dive into this episode with Steph. Well, Steph, thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited to share you with my audience and just get all of your wisdom, soak up all of your knowledge on social media and branding and all the good things. But what I would like to know first is a little bit about you and how you really transition to the place you are today. Wow. Well, first off, I'm so excited to be here. So thank you for having me on your podcast in this space and sharing me with all your people. I'm really excited to chat. Um, wow. So what brought me here? This is a big heated question. <laughs> um, I'll start it off with, I was in university and my whole plan was to, to become a teacher. I wanted to be an elementary school teacher and that was the plan and all the things. And I was in university just feeling very unfulfilled and unhappy. And I didn't know why I developed an eating disorder. I developed anxiety, all kinds of things. And I really started to look at myself and figure out that I wasn't really happy going down this path of like what I quote unquote was supposed to do. So I took this risk and I'm very type A, like I need to know what I'm doing and all the things and this is the plan. And I made the choice to not go back and not become a teacher and just give myself some years to like figure out what it is I want to do with my life. And so I, at the time was healing my relationship with my body and I became very more interested in um, teaching fitness and personal training and learning about nutrition and that kind of thing. I was working some part-time jobs, yada, yada, yada. And during this time I was documenting my journey of really just health and fitness on Instagram. So I was using Instagram as like a platform, almost like a a journal. Like I was just like, I didn't know who I was talking to. I was just sharing my life and things. And I learned that unfortunately many women were going through a hard times with their nutrition and their fitness and their body image. So as I became, I guess, more of a leader and an expert in the industry, I started to 
without like even knowing what coaching was, I was essentially coaching people through my, my Instagram, through DMs even. And I started to just fall in love with building a community on social media while I was still like working other jobs. Like I couldn't wait to come home and do my own social media, do my own things, like never knowing that this was an option of a job of my own. So I fell in love with social media community and branding naturally. And one day a program literally fell on my lap of like how to monetize online. And I didn't even know what that was. And I just took it and I signed up and the rest is history. Here I am. I, I run a full-time business from home. It has turned in from health and fitness to now a lot more helping women build their own businesses the way that I did organically. And it's, it's crazy what has happened over the last two years. But in a nutshell, that's how I came from university to now doing my own thing. Oh, I love that. I love that you said like what I should be doing because how many of us feel that like, there, we have such a cookie cutter idea of what is success or what we're, what will make us happier, what we're quote unquote supposed to do in our lives. And I think it's really cool that you were able to recognize that you weren't going up down a path that wasn't fulfilling for you. And that it was like, there's more out there for me. And so what I want to ask you in that is how were you able to actually finally take that leap of faith and tune in and be like, oh my God, this is like not for me. Cause I think there's so much fear and stories built up in making that decision for so many people. I have so many people in my DMs all the time being like, oh, I just want to quit school, but you know, I have to finish this program I've been invested so much in. And so how did you make that decision despite the fear? Yeah. I mean, the, the, I talk a lot about courage and confidence, but so the fear was still there when I made the choice. It was terrifying to, I remember the moment like, I'm, oh my God, I have to tell my parents I'm not going back to university. Like I remember sitting there, like I was terrified, but I just, I, I could feel it in my body, my intuition saying, Steph, you can't go back. Like there's, I don't know what, what's forward. I don't know what it's going to be, but I've got to trust that it's going to be okay. But I definitely know I'm not going back. So that was terrifying, one, because it's different when you say no and you've got a plan. I didn't have a plan. I was just like, nope, and moving forward, not sure what it's going to be. So I, it, it comes down to just this faith of believing that it will work out even though you don't know what it, what's, it's going to be next. It's faith. That's what it has to be, of knowing I don't feel right what I'm doing now, and I'm not willing to waste time being unhappy doing something feeling unfulfilled. So I'd rather feel a little uncomfortable figuring out what's going to make me truly happy than sit here and be unhappy. Oh, I love that. And <laughs> all of this resonates so much because I think <laughs> all of us who are on the other side of that decision know what it feels like. But can you explain a little bit of like the emotions you went through and like, was there any sort of sense of like complete peace or joy just, or the knowing like, what was the feeling on the other side of the fear? Cause I think that's the part that people are really like that unknown of like, how do I get through this anxiety, this fear, this like, you know, feeling terrified of not knowing, but what was on the other side of that decision for you? Yeah. It felt like a huge weight was lifted. It, it felt, of course there were moments when I was like, was that the right decision, right? We go back and, and forth in, in our thoughts, but it truly felt like like a weight was lifted. Like, I'm, I'm happy I did this. Like, I'm going to be okay. It's going to be okay. 
Um, it felt very empowering. I think for like the first time in my life, I was like, I'm actually going to do what I want to do. It was empowering and freeing. That's the two biggest things. And once I, I realized that I had the power to say yes or no in anything, I think I knew that no matter what was going to come of this, it was going to be okay. I just felt like it was, it's going to be okay. I love that. And that's exactly how I've always felt too. It's like this like freedom and this weight that just is lifted. And I'm like, okay, if I can do that scary thing, I can literally do anything. And I think we, I think, you know, so many people can pull up your profile and pull up your Instagram and be like, well, she's just got, you know, this outgoing personality and she's so bright and like looks so joyful and like they can, I think what I did when I was in that space of before I decided is like you get in the comparison game but you don't realize that they were the exact same place you were in mm-hmm. but they just decided to actually take action on the thing and I think mm-hmm. that's a big thing for people to take out of this is like you just have to decide that it's possible. And it's the hard, it's the hardest thing. It's the hardest thing to decide. And, and I talk a lot of that, like in business, it's like people who are successful versus people quote unquote who aren't. It's like the people who go further are the people who decide to take the risk, who decide to do the thing. And the people who maybe, and it's all mindset. It, yeah. It's It's like, the people who think it's always going to be bad, it's always going to be scary, it's never going to be good, feel like they can't move forward. Mm-hmm. Whereas the people who bring it back to faith again, like, and, and trusting it's going to be okay. I have power. I have power to change things if it doesn't go the way I want it to. I have, I have power to make my decisions. I have power over this. Mm-hmm. It's not, it, when you realize that you carry the power, it, it shifts everything. A million percent. Okay. So let's, let's do a little, like how, if someone's in the space where they're feeling like, what was me? My life sucks. Everything's bad. I have no money in my bank account. <laughs> like everything is just going wrong, which we've all been in that space at some point in our lives. I think we've all been in like a low place at some point, but how do we shift out of that quickly? What are, what are some tools that you like to use to help like move yourself through that? Yeah. So number one, I'm big on self-awareness. So I'm very conscious of my thoughts. I, so I'm, I'm always like, it's, it's really weird. It's like, I'm two people. It's like, here I am, but I'm also a million. Okay. So anytime I have a thought, like especially negative thought and I get myself in a, a low vibe, I ask myself, is this true? What I'm telling myself, is this true? So like nothing's working. My life sucks. This program is going to flop. Like, you know, whatever it is, is this true? No, I'm just making this up and I'm focusing on the negative and I'm, and I'm not focusing on the good. So when I look at myself and ask myself, is this true? That's something that we can all do. We don't need someone else to help us, but having someone, whether it's a mentor, whether it's, you know, your, your man, your best friend, your mom, whatever, and be like, listen, okay, I'm going crazy in my mind right now. I need to talk this through with someone, someone that you trust who can reflect it back to you. And when you hear it back from someone else, it usually sounds a little bit crazy, you know? So I have like, I have a mentor, I have my husband, Eric, and I'll be like, okay, I'm freaking out. I'm going through this time, blah, blah, blah. Everything sucks. And then literally saying it out loud makes me realize this is not true. This is silly. 
get back into a positive state, but also having someone you love and trust to um, say it back from their perspective is so powerful because you're like, okay, this, this is, this is how it looks to someone else. I don't have it this bad. And then, and then reframe back into more positive vibes and a positive mindset around it. I love it. I love it. I think witnessing our thoughts is like the most powerful thing we can do. Cause then you can actually like, I don't know if you do this too, but I'll like witness it. I'm like, Oh, that's why I'm creating X, Y, Z. It's because I'm literally thinking it all day and then I'm bringing it into my reality. Cause that's all I'm thinking about. And yeah. so it's like the moment we start to pay attention to those thoughts, it's you take your power back. It's yeah. Like, no and and it's something it. that's hard to do, but I think the more you practice it, just like okay, when I'm feeling down, what are the thoughts I'm having? Does it make sense? That kind of thing. It becomes easier. Uh, another thing, like I'm extremely emotional. <laughs> like when I'm same. in my emotions, <laughs> it, you're like, same. Yeah. When I'm emotional, like everything, when I'm low, <laughs> I'm like, everything sucks. Nothing is good. I get super emotional. Like life is over, mm-hmm. but I'm also aware enough to know that I'm emotional and that on a low day doesn't mean that's my reality, doesn't, right? So it's that too, to know if you're super emotional, you're just experiencing a low or a high and just to navigate as best as you can through that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes just allowing yourself to be in it so that you can move through it more quickly. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Let's go back to, you mentioned you started to create a community online. And so I think that's, you know, I think that's an art really to start to form that community and that space where people can come to your page or come to your groups and feel really safe and secure and like you're, you're holding space for them. And so for the people who are looking to start a business online and looking to start to cultivate a really authentic community, what would you, what advice would you give them starting out? To be real, to be real. You know, I think right now it it might seem like, oh, everyone else is doing it. It has to be done this way and and blah, blah, blah. But people just are craving connection. And so whatever kind of community you're craving to create, the more authentic you are, the more people are going to love it because they're going to resonate with whatever you have to say in the way you have to say it. So be real. Don't try to be someone else and focus on connection. Focus on connection and, and that's what's going to build, you know, people who love you and are going to be there for years and maybe turn into clients or business partners or best friends or who knows, but focus on the genuine connection over, you know, having to have a following of X amount or a community with X amount of people, like nurture the people that you have while also, you know, opening your arms to new people coming in. I think that's the number one thing is to just be yourself and then just nurture the people that come. Yeah. And I like that you said like, oh, there's so many people doing it or everyone's doing it X way. And it's like, no, the way you feel drawn to show up is going to be your superpower is going to be the thing that like heals other people that helps other people that serves other people. And so people need you, mm-hmm. not me, not stuff, not anyone, but they really need the person listening to this in their most authentic self. Yeah. And, and there's, there's a million different ways that people can say the same thing, right? But people are going to resonate with you from the way that you say it in your voice, your story, the, your personality. So when we try to be someone else, 
we're, we're, we're not making that true connection that we, we could be making with people who need to hear it our way. People need to hear it our way. Mm-hmm. Like, I like to think of it as like the people I'm here to serve already. Like we decided that before I even started showing up, like they are just waiting for me yeah. to say the thing they need to hear. And then it's already done. I've already served them, but we need to show up and do the work. Right. Okay. So I, that, I love that. Oh, I was no just going to say, I love that you said that too, because it takes pressure off. Like you just need to be yourself. That's all you need to, oh, okay. That's all I need to do, right? It takes the pressure off of having to do and be a certain way to reach a certain goal or reach a certain number or whatever it is. If, if you come from a place of love and service, it takes the pressure off and you can do and build your community from a place of love and fun. Yes. Yes. And then it actually is fun. Cause I've done it the other way in the past where I'm like, okay, I have to post X amount of times and I have to do this and I have to, you know, I have to, have to, have to, whenever it's coming from that, we know we need to reevaluate, but it's like, I was exhausted and I wasn't having fun. And now I like genuinely have so much fun on social media. I'm like, oh, this is my job. And it gets to be so freaking fun every day. <laughs> I love that. And you're probably seeing better quote unquote results when you're showing up in a way that you want to as a place of like, I need to do this, this, and yeah. this, you know, it's like, it, it's just, it, and like you said, and this is my job and this is my life. And, and it's coming from a place of love and happiness and, and a way that you want to show up. That's the ultimate success. So yeah. I love that you said that. Yes. Yes. Okay. So let's, let's back up for the the girl who's like, yeah, I want to start this, but like, I don't, I'm terrified to put myself out there. Like, how do we, how, how do we navigate that confidence piece or how, how were you able to get through that? Clearly it was something that just came naturally a little bit to you. Like we just knew to start sharing your story or it was like something you just felt called to do, but how do we get past that fear of putting ourselves out there? Yeah, I think start small. So if it's like, okay, it's one like Instagram post. Okay, done. Like just like start small. Maybe that's the thing. You know, video right now, I hear a lot of people say like, I'm so scared to do live video and all these things. I'm like, okay, then do a pre-recorded one. Like start there and then post it. Film it 25 times until you love it and just like do it. And then before you know it, like, the live videos and the IG stories or whatever becomes a little bit easier. But, but I really believe if we tap back into like, you have the nudge to do it and to share. Now it's just the fear of doing something new, like share, putting it out there. So, so tap back into, I have a message, I have a voice and it's meant to be heard. So even if I feel a little awkward at first, and even if I fumble, it's okay. Like I'm getting my message across. I think that's, the number one thing is to tap back what I call your why, like you're the deeper reason why you do it. And then you'll show up and not care if you fumble or if you look weird or you make a mistake. And then over time, the more you do that, you're just going to become, you're going to build confidence showing up online. Like my first live videos, I had everything set up. I had the sticky notes, what I was going to say. I was super <laughs> awkward and I was like a robot. And now it's like, I just hop on and I'm like, hello, this is what it is. But when I started, I was super awkward. I was super weird. It was awful, but I, I'm happy that I was because I can relate, you know? So I didn't just jump on and like, hello, this is me. You know, it was awkward. Mm-hmm. And I just allowed myself to be awkward. 
<laughs> Sage agrees. <laughs> she says, yes. go for the awkward. <laughs> I so resonate with that though. I literally like posted a live before and after like my first live video I ever did versus like how I speak normally ish today. <laughs> And I was dying. I was like, there's like, it looks like the lights are on, but nobody's home. Like I literally <laughs> looked like a deer in the headlights. It was so awkward. And I think it's like you watch people when they've done this for two years. And then like, now it's fun for me to do that. But the first time I did it, I almost peed my pants. <laughs> like, oh yeah. And that that's so cool. I need to go back and find my first live because I'm sure I'm going to cringe, but I'm probably going to laugh. Like it, I need to share it or something. But yeah, like let yourself be awkward and weird and whatever. And then in two years, in a year, you're going to look back and say, oh my God, wow, look how far I've came. Seriously, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, I love it. So what is one of the biggest fears that you had to overcome when starting this business? Aside from taking that initial leap of faith, what is, has there been anything that has continued to show up for you that you have to continue to work through or any limiting beliefs that like, I mean, we all have them, right? So yeah. is there any theme that you've had in your own story? Mm. I love this one. Like, it's so important, and I know you believe in this too, is to always be working on your mindset and always be working on your limiting beliefs because they don't go away. <laughs> they maybe change or evolve and look different, but if that's why it's, mindset is so important in everything, including business. But I'll be super honest and transparent. There's always a fear of like, you know, a failure or what if this doesn't work or what if it's not as good as last time? Or like, what if, you know, when we start to see success, we, we have new expectations for ourselves. And then I'm very, you know, like perfectionist type A and, and then that can start to feel pressure. So that's something that I always work on and look at. And, and it comes back to my purpose and like, why am I doing this? I'm not chasing numbers. I'm not chasing things. I'm chasing happiness and I'm, I'm helping people and that's what it's about. So anytime I feel like pressure of like, what it's, what if I'm not good enough? What, what if it's not good enough? What if, you know, I don't exceed last time and I put all this pressure on myself, I one feel it. And I know that my action comes from a place of lack and scarcity instead of like abundance and happiness. So I know right away, like I'm in a, a state that I need to work on. And then I just do what we talked about before, like reflect myself or I talk to my mentor or someone I love and say like, Hey, I need to get this out. Cause I know this is not serving me. I know this is not true. I know this is not right. And bring myself back to a, a vibe of giving and, and purpose. I love that. And I love it. Like, thank you for being so vulnerable. Cause it's like, I, I think sometimes we forget that like the limiting beliefs don't ever really fully go away and they're always going to transform and that ego is always going to be really sneaky and it's going to try and show up in different ways and different shapes and different forms. And that limiting belief you had in one area may like transfer over to a different area of your life and you're like, oh, this is back again. <laughs> but I think that like that that's the power of mentors and having those people who are and like choosing wisely who you ask for advice from because I know in my own personal life it's like I will only go to people who have a mindset that I would want to also have and so having those reflectors mm. back and so that's so huge that's so huge you know knowing who you can go to to say something like that that is going to understand you is, is really huge in those vulnerable moments love that okay one thing I wanted to ask you about that I think is like something a lot of women struggle with is like selling on social media and I think 
that <laughs> you're like, yes, this is not job. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So okay. just selling in general or yeah. Okay. So like, how do we walk through like, how do, cause I think a lot of the women I speak to come up with this like belief that selling is bad or dirty or icky or what, like dispel all the bullshit beliefs for us. <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. So it's like, it's almost like, here's the story. We step into this. We want to sell a program, sell a thing, and we're all excited. And then when it comes to asking for that exchange of money, it's like, oh my God, I feel bad. Oh my God. I, I can't believe like, you know, especially for people who I feel like sell like fitness programs or health, they almost feel bad that, that they're asking for money in exchange for that for some reason, or even like relationships or mindset. It's like, I want to help you. I'll do anything for you. Like, you know what I mean? Like you feel yeah. bad. Yeah. yeah. So it's like so, the empaths. <laughs> I think that's an empath thing too, is like, oh my gosh, I'm taking your money and now I have to feel guilty about it, which is bullshit. Right. But yeah. yeah. Yes. I did yeah. that. So, so we tend to like be all excited. And then when it comes to selling, we get in our heads, like we feel bad. We think, um, it's different than like, quote unquote, a real job. Like now we make the money mean something about us. Cause it's like our program or our thing. Whereas if we just worked at whatever, it's just like a, a paycheck every two weeks or something. So I see a lot of people connect this fear or this vibe around selling as like, if I don't sell a certain amount that I'm not worthy. And that is not a good thing to be, to be focused on. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my God. And that, that was something that I did when I first started this business too. I was like, oh my gosh, if I'm not making X amount of money then, or I don't have X amount of people sign up, clearly I'm not worthy or like, clearly I'm not worthy of investing in. But then it's like, no, it's that belief system that's actually creating the lack of people. It's like, what, where is the come from again? So how do we shift out of that? Like what, what practices and tools have you done to kind of separate yourself from this? Like when people are investing means something about my worth or how did you kind of transcend that limiting belief or is that something you experience? Yeah. So the truth of it is, and I think we all need to have this kind of like vibe and confidence is I, this was the hardest lesson for me. I am not here for everyone. I'm here for a small amount of people who really resonate with me. So when I'm selling, it does not make sense for everyone to buy from me. It doesn't make sense because some people are meant for you. Some people are meant for someone else and that's okay. And, but some people, a lot of people are meant for me, but not everyone. So when I hear a no, or if I don't get X amount of people that I desired in a program or whatever, I bring it back to like the, the people who heard my message and are connected to me bought and said yes. And, and they made that exchange. And, and, and so when I focus less on numbers of people and having to make everyone happy and focus on the people who say yes are going to get the best experience of their life, then it becomes a whole new vibe, right? So, so I detach from having to please everyone and to help everyone. I, I'm, I'm here for the people who connect with me and want to be want to learn and connect with me. That, that's really what it is. And we've got to we've got to really hone in on that because then we'll have this level of confidence when we're selling. Like when I sell something, I love what I sell. Like, and I will talk about it all day long. <laughs> and so I, I, I don't ever feel bad for selling because I love what I sell and I know that it's 
transformative for the people who go through it. So I have this unapologetic vibe, which I've learned and acquired over time as I got more confident to just know and trust and believe that the people who hear me and join and, and whatever it is are the right people. And that's perfect this time. Amazing. And I love that just like switching it to back to service. And that's what it always is when we can focus back on like who we came here to serve, what we came here to do and how like, and that's what I always think is like when I'm selling, it's really of high service because the people I'm here to serve need my message. They need what it is. They've already signed up on, you know, it's already done. We've already worked together. They're already meant to work with me. I don't need to focus on all the bullshit like no's because not everyone is meant to go through this with me. Yeah. Like you said, it's a, such a beautiful shift and that beautiful shift of like the energetic exchange too. So like that, that's one thing I want to speak to you on too is how do you shift from like, I think some people feel like they're taking money away from someone, right? Like that, like that taking versus receiving and getting into the energy of, it is of high service for my clients to pay me. How were you able to, is that something you experienced in your business of like feeling weird about receiving money at all? So from my experience, it was more of like charging more. So when my first yes. programs that I sold were for, I wrote individual workout programs for $14. Oh my God. <laughs> And that, I know. That sounds exhausting. I, it's, it was quite exhausting. And it was, I, I did like, I don't even know, like hundreds of these. And every day I just sat and was like, okay, type, type on my computer, send. Like, <laughs> don't oh even ask. Oh my gosh. So then when I was like, well, this is not what I want my life to be like, um, I made a program and it was much more expensive than $14.99. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh my God, like, who's going to buy this? Like, this is so expensive. Like who am I to charge more? Like it was more of those thoughts. So it wasn't like I was a afraid of taking quote unquote, taking money from people. It was just like charging more. Mm -hmm. So when I focused on it, it, money being an energy exchange, money being, um, an exchange when I'm in my power selling and someone is in their power wanting to receive this, that's what it is that we're both in our power someone is receiving this and they feel good to spend the money and I feel good to receive the money and give them the service. Like that's what it's about. So, so I, I, I've never honestly like felt like guilty for receiving money from someone, but I have felt the fear of raising my prices over the last couple of years. Yes. I think that's so relatable. And I think many of us undervalue our gifts because... And, and I think of myself too, when I buy something or invest, I'm never, I never feel like, oh, I'm giving you my money, right? It, it comes from a place of empowering, empowerment. So why would I think that people feel like, oh, I'm throwing my money at you. Like, no, like people are actually excited to buy your stuff. Yes. <laughs> That's for anyone. Yes. And it's like, and I always think about that. Like every time I've invested in someone, I'm like excited to pay them because I know what I'm receiving in exchange is going to be life changing. That's like every time I've hired a mentor, I'm like, hell yes, take my money. Yes. I know this is going to be like, transformational. And I think that's the piece that people get caught up on is like, they have this belief of like, who am I to create that transformation for people? 
Mm. Or who am I to be worthy of doing this work, which is all bullshit. (laughs) It's all bullshit. And it's like, it's really just creating space for people. I think we put pressure on ourselves, like whatever program or thing it is, it's like this person needs to have a transformation, but it's not, the ball is not in your court. You're giving someone the opportunity and space to learn and to grow and to thrive, but their transformation may be amazing and incredible, or it might they might need a couple of months later to truly integrate what it is that, that you taught them. So I think we put so much pressure, like they need to, whether it's business coaching, like make X amount of money this month that they're with me, or I'm not a good coach, or they need to lose X amount of weight or whatever. But we need to remember that people are learning the information and integrating the information into their lives in a, in a way that makes sense for them. So every quote unquote transformation looks different and it's okay. Mm. I love that so much. Like detaching from all the outcomes on all the mm-hmm. levels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's really whiny today. <laughs> oh, she's sweet. Um, okay. The other thing I wanted to ask is that how do you start to build your own brand? Like how, how, what, like, what do you believe branding to be? Mm. Branding is not just your colors and your fonts and your logos. Branding is your personality. Branding is your vibe. Branding is, so here's the thing. I think everyone has a brand, whether you have a business or not. You have a brand. You have a vibe. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, like the clothes you wear and how you yeah. show up and like the energy you get off. Yeah. Ooh, I love this. <laughs> So I, I love branding so much. I had a whole retreat, a branding retreat. And I, like I had clients come in and, and I'm like obsessed with it because I learned from the beginning that it, I didn't need to have fancy photos. I love doing fancy photos, by the way, but I didn't need it. I just needed a vibe and an energy. And that came naturally to me. And over time, the brand became fancier with the logos and the slogan and the things, but it's more about the feeling people get when they're in your space. That's your brand. Okay. I didn't know if you're going to say, oh yeah, you're saying. No, no. I was just like, (laughs) I was wait. I thought you were, (laughs) I I thought you had admitted that, but I was like, yes, yes. And that's why Mm. it's like, I think people get so caught up in like, I have to have the photo shoots and I have to do the things, but it's really, it's literally your energy. Like, I've hired coaches based on energy every single time without even like some of them I didn't even follow on social media. And I was like, I met them and I was like, I just need to work with you. I don't know why yeah. Like you are my coach. And that was everything about their energy. And so how do we start to drop into it? Cause I think part of it is like, we have all these false personalities kind of built up. If that makes sense. Like mm-hmm. not really stepping into who we are and our truth and our authentic vibe do you have any practices or tools you use around shifting into who you really are so that your vibration shows up? Yeah. It is really magnetizing. Yeah. Um, wow. So I mean, I, so when I'm like quote unquote in my power, as in like when I'm, you know, feeling my best and, and all these things and feeling confident, I'm there's many different aspects to it for me. It's like, I have to feel healthy. Like health is number one for me. And that's like, that's sleep, that's food, that's fitness. Like I've got to feel my best to be my best. So if I'm feeling down and even like down mentally, Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, I need to go do something to make me feel better. And then my energy shifts. So there's that aspect to it. 
There's also just thinking of like, if I was someone on the outside looking in, would I want to come in to my vibe, to my community, to my energy? So I always make it like a standard, a non-negotiable in my business to make things you know, bright and happy and motivational. As much as I share every up and down and like real life thing in my life, I like to always have a lesson come out of it. So, so that's part of my branding is just to like, as someone looking in, are you going to feel inspired? Are you going to walk away from this post or this video or this retreat or this thing feeling better than when you came? That's kind of like a goal of mine when it comes to overall branding and feeling. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. So empowering. <laughs> and that's the, and definitely the energy I get when I land on your page. I just feel like you have a very like uplifting, bright energy about you. Thank you. And you know, it's, I, I never want to feel like I, I am that 90% of the time, but, but I, I do try my best to share. Like I, I do have moments of doubt and moments of like, Oh my God, is this good enough? Am I good enough? And, and all these things. And I try to share the ups and downs, but more than anything, it's, it's like, I honestly, I'm very happy <laughs> and it's because I, I take care of myself and I do things that make me happy. Yeah. And it's that's that damn simple. Too. I love that you said that like shifting your energy and shifting your vibration. Cause it's like when you're stuck in that low slump, it's like sometimes your best work is like after I've been out for a walk or after I went to the gym or after like a week of just really treating my body well. And I think that's, that's powerful. Sometimes we like get in a low vibe state and then we want to like throw the nutrition out the window. We want to throw the movement out the window. And we're like, we get almost sucked deeper into that. Like negative hole and so remembering that you can always come back to those basics and those things that bring you back into alignment yeah a hundred percent and I think it's it's the simple things that we overlook like the sleep the the health the walk the whatever it is that just make us feel better physically is the thing that's most likely going to make us feel better mentally and bring us out of a state of I'm not good enough for the negative thoughts or whatever it is Amazing. Yes. Yes to all of that. So <laughs> resonates. Okay. So one last, couple qu- last questions for you. The, the one I ask everyone is what do you personally do to help raise your vibration on a daily basis? I think we just chat a little bit about that, but do you have like one ultimate favorite thing that you do when you are in like a blah state to just shift you out of it quickly? It's the gym. Yeah. I, it's non-negotiable for me is my gym time. So like my life and my business, I have it set up. So my mornings, I don't do calls or schedule things. It's very like flow into moving my body and treating myself good. Cause I know that raises my vibe no matter what. And also, um, sleep. Like for me, I need sleep. Sleep is like, I need sleep. I don't know how people run without sleep, but when I'm, my sleep is good and my fitness is good. My energy is good. And then whatever I have to say and share, I just show up more powerfully. So I think just ask yourself, like what makes you feel really good and, and put it in, uh, on a daily basis. So you always have something to raise your vibe and your energy. It's, it's a non-negotiable for me to feel good because I need a lot of energy to do what I do. Like, right. So I need to feel good. So prioritize yourself and whatever that looks like for you to feel good. Mm, I love that. 
So good. And then the last thing I want to ask you is where can people find you? What are you working on right now that you're excited to share? And how can people connect with you? Yeah. So I'm at exogingy on Instagram and I have the Courageously Confident community on Facebook and then the Courageously Confident podcast. So there's a couple different ways to connect with me. Um, oh my God, what am I working on right now? <laughs> well, currently it's like we're in the middle of October. I'm not sure when this will air, but I do, I have a mastermind for women who are building their businesses that I run constantly to really scale and step into their next level of their business. Um, and then I do have a program around confidence and selling something that we were talking about in here and that won't run until, um, the beginning of 2020. Other exciting things I I've got more retreats and summits planned for the next year. That's something I constantly do. I love in-person vibes and energy. Um, dates are coming soon, but they'll come on all the pages that I uh, just told you guys in here. But really just like, I really just want you to come on my social media and say hi and come into my DMs. And, and I love that. <laughs> That's really what I want. I'm the same way. I'm like, let's just hang out and connect and like, yeah, vibe. Amazing. Yeah. I will link all of that in the show notes. Um, and then if you guys want to connect with her, you can just pop to the link in the show notes right now. <laughs> and thank you so much for being here and sharing your journey, your story, your vulnerability, and all of your wisdom with this community. I know it will be so appreciated for the women who are also starting on their journey of sharing their gifts with the world. Thank you so much for having me.